Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got the next chapter in our Kids on Brooms adventure, but as usual, business first. So, cast your mind back years and years and years ago to when we played XCOM, and I was saying, like, one of my memories is we used to play XCOM on the computer with one of my friends. So that friend, listener Mark, has got in touch and just said it was XCOM Terror from the Deep on the PlayStation 1. XCOM, and, I'm trying to remember the game. Uh, Aliens Invading, it has an app that tells you where which countries get attacked and you have to like have fighters in the air oh, to like, defend yeah, so. before like the global crisis level oh. gets critical. So, so it so doesn't in, exist on a console anymore? It does. I think there's new ones on like the Xbox and, and whatnot. Mm. Yes. But so yeah, we used to play it on the PlayStation 1. But he reminded me, and I completely forgot about this, that there was an email version. Like so Windows, like PC games, they sold these really cheap like to like email games and so you run it on your computer and you make your move and then you email it to your opponent and then they make their move and then email it back and it was just like this game file being passed over and over and over that was oh, pretty I've cool i've heard of that before i've looked it up and well cause i don't know it only re- like you know only goes as far as like windows 98 or whatever but would like a modern windows whatever this is play a windows 98 game would it work or is it too old oh, yeah i think it's too old but if it's like what like a some kind of file that you just edit an email back I mean yeah, wow I so. yeah never thought of that how inventive of Microsoft yeah, but it's like time. simple turn turn taking and it just mm. I suppose that is like the precursor to Tabletopia and Board Game Arena you know like that sort yeah. of just turn taking but yeah so wow. there you go some fond XCOM memories from there and also the Challenge Annika reboot did you watch it? <laughs> no I haven't seen it yet no I haven't watched it either but she's she's back everyone <laughs> <laughs> well what did we did, was the game a win or not? I can't remember. I'm sure it was a win. There's no way you would have said Challenge Annika was a lose. I don't know. Well, the actual game isn't that involved, really, is it? Maybe there'll be a reissue of the game with a resurgence of the programme. <laughs> I doubt it. But she doesn't go. She wouldn't be phoning everyone up, would she? I suppose. Maybe she'd be emailing them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, Challenge Annika, the email game. Absolutely. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just looking on the website. Challenge Annika, let's find I it. I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was a win. Well, we're into good territory. Challenge Annika got a frag of 14, but it was a win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But that's it. That's all That's all the business, all the news. Two very <laughs> important <laughs> bits. Yeah. So without further ado, here is Kids on Brooms, Chapter 13, The Scandal of 78. Are you Are sitting you comfortably? comfortably? Then I'll then begin. begin. Previously on Kids on Brooms. You discover Anthony Snodgrass, the magical history teacher. He's pale and covered in blood. You can prevent this disaster. If you go to door 17, you'll find a machine inside. And that machine can travel back in time. One day, I think, if you set the timer one day backwards. Something really, really important we have to do. We have to get Amanda Hagington out of her thing today. I'm so glad you're not dead. Yeah, me too, Grace. Thanks. <laughs> we have travelled back in time. Uh, sure. This is serious. That thing that ate Doss apple cake is going to come here and it's going to kill everyone. We somehow survived. But I, I, I was always here. What, what happened to me? 
I think maybe you should go. Maybe I should go where? Somewhere safer than here? There's nowhere safer than Hollyfirth, you mark my words. Is it Miranda Heggington who can reverse what has happened to the Hydrant? Yes. Can we get to Miranda by casting the spell we just learned? Yes. Is there anything in the vaults that will help us cast the spell? Yes. You vaguely remember seeing some pictures on the wall. There's a picture of Barry Cooper with a cross through it, but there's also a picture of Fred Gimble with a cross through it as well. He fell off the astronomy tower. Oh, do you think that was deliberate? I think we should go and ask him how he died and whether Miss Merriweather was there. I don't want to worry you, but you died, but it's fine. Uh, okay. Do we know how to get into the astronomy Door. There's a star chart on the door. Like, it's one of those rotatey ones, you know, where you can set the stars to a particular date. But we need to know when his birthday was. Or when his death was. 20th of August, 1978. You set the star chart accordingly, and the door opens. There are two useful items that you find. Bottled starlight and a little pouch of stardust. You get to the potion door, and all there is on there is just a rack with four test tubes. And written on the rack is just the phrase, take a gamble. Okay, Jesse, you drink the potion. You are now really good at calming other people down. As soon as you place the empty test tube back into the rack, the door slips open. Inside are just six vials of potion. One is brains, one is brawn, one is fight, one is flight, one is charm, one is it. You may each drink one to permanently gain a plus two in that skill. I'm going to go for brawn then. Okay, I'll take fights. You want to take brains, Grace? Remember what you promised us, Grace Lyons. Find our fey prince. Is the child of the king and queen of the fey in Hollyfur? Yes. A portal opens. <laughs> Beyond it, you see another dark room. Yes, there's Mara- there is a figure strapped oh, to a thing in the center of the room. You, you- we found you. She looks incredibly pale and sickly. The closer you get, you realize there's all sorts of tubes and vials and stuff like plugged into her, all like tubes, and there's like green gunk being pumped in, siphoned out of her. Finally, finally someone's found me. He's used my botany powers to enhance them with botanical mutations. That's why she's kept me down here all this time. She's been siphoning off my power. No one can grow things like I can. No creature on earth can kill the hydrant now. Is Benny the child of the faking queen? Yes. You take the thimble from him and for a brief flicker you see like the outline of the fey wings and the sort of regal fey prince that Benny Hollows obviously is. We have a hydrant on its way to murder a load of people and nobody on earth can stop it and you are not of this earth. You guys climb up out onto the grounds. You see the hydrant is there. The medical centre is totally smashed in and the hydrant is like rooting around in the wreckage. It's Miranda Heggington. And as she walks, the plants and the grass start sort of just growing up again all around her. Miranda holds out her arms and suddenly you see all these sort of botanical mutations, the wings, the spindly legs, they start to vibrate and it's bits, they shrivel up and they sort of drop
drop off. Miranda sort of collapses to the ground, her power drained. The sky turns violet. The Fae King and Queen appear. They are dressed in sort of Fae armor. They've got bright sort of light shining fiery Fae swords and they fly about. lopping off the heads of all the serpents and the hydrant sort of thuds to the ground dead our debt is repaid there is only one staff member missing miss merriweather An air of tentative jubilation settles over the flying grounds. Students come pouring out of the dorms to gawp at the hydrant's body. With a huff and a clatter, Matron Flubber pulls herself out of the wreckage of the medical centre. I was stuck under there for 18 minutes and 29 seconds! (laughs) But as soon as she sees Miranda Heggington passed out on the grass, she runs over to help. Donald Heggington has appeared from somewhere, kneeling by his daughter. Oh, Miranda! And suddenly with a pop, All the teachers that were evacuated, so the non-magical parentage teachers, teachers of non-magical parentage, you know, start reappearing. Barnaby Spud runs into Roland Moonshine's arms. I'm never leaving you again. It's all very touching. It's all very tender and sweet. And everyone's just, you know, like, yeah, we won. We did it. The guardians, who were completely useless, just sort of look around before shrugging and disappearing in flashes of light. (laughs) And that just leaves Professor Pendergast watching you shrewdly. You three have got some explaining to do. My office now. You follow Mr. Professor, Mr. Professor Dr. Pendergast up to his office next to his summoning room. There's a large desk and chairs. On the wall behind is a glass case displaying two silver medals. Right, I can't remember. Did he do, was he doing dressage or show jumping? It was dressage, wasn't it? It was something horsey. (laughs) Something horsey. I've written down dressage. I've just written horse medals because. (laughs) (laughs) So his two silver horse medals (laughs) on the side. Wall is a display showing portraits of every teacher, and Pendergast gestures for you to sit at the desk. Now, tell me everything, he says. Yes, Grace. I have a question to the GM. You know, I wasn't allowed to get in any more trouble. <laughs> yeah. Under pain of having been punished unjustly, or yeah. perhaps justly. Is that now reset to zero? Surely saving the school is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. That will, I'm sure, yeah, based on the merit of your explanation to the head teacher I'm sure he'll make an educated decision okay (laughs) well there you go tell me everything apparently I died (laughs) well it doesn't look like you're dead (laughs) well that's what I thought at least so kept telling me I died oh yeah oh yeah do we want to I just Um, realised we heard a mysterious voice and Grace had a premonition as to where Miranda Heggington was so we went and found her and she saved the day last I mean I know it's been a while but I didn't think Miranda Heggington had any contact with the royalty of the Fae Court oh that yeah, do you remember how those like big glittering fairy people came and That was you? from Benny. Right. Because they were looking for Benny, not us. How do you know they were looking for Benny? Well, he went with them. Something about this doesn't add up. You seem to know far too much about this. Much more than you're letting on. Are you sure that's everything? They chose us to help them find Benny. And in exchange, they saved everyone. So to me, that sounds like we didn't do anything wrong, sir. I mean, yeah. 
Yes, no one, no one can suggest that you haven't been instrumental in helping save Hollyfirth from this this dreadful <laughs> attack. But just how? How did you know where Miranda Heggington was? I mean, it's not like we haven't been searching for years and years and years, and then three children just come along and find her. Just as an aside, I'm just going to whisper to Grace and Xavier: Is now where we tell them about Ms. Merriweather? Mm. Oh yeah, uh, we probably maybe not. should. Well, you're because right. we know she's not above murdering us oh yeah she kind of killed us a couple of times no but that teacher whose time machine it is he told us to go and get the time machine but then he died so he can't verify remember that he did did I didn't ring a bell (laughs) 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 having like a little confab over here sidebar sidebar sir (laughs) you young'uns and your slang we can't tell him too much about the vaults no I think don't let on too yeah too much but we can tell him we followed the voice yeah. But then we we did have we did go down to the vaults. We can tell him we went through the top. Oh no! Um, tell him we went through the door because then he'll close up the hole. True. Yes. We just heard Miranda's voice, uh, and you know we just followed it. She she helped us find her. I don't know why she didn't help you, but that's not my problem. What fucking bitch! <laughs> as soon as she's conscious again, I'm going to sack her. Any Headmaster, I can sack anyone I like. <laughs> yes. On on that note, Miss Merriweather. Yes. What about her? If this is about getting your magical geography grade changed, Grace, you know I can't do that. Hang she on. Did that, Miranda? Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. And Miranda can verify this. What? <laughs> Explain. When we followed her voice it led us to somewhere we possibly shouldn't have been but we saved the day so just bear that in mind sir been sneaking off to the pub in Milton Keynes <laughs> we've had assemblies about this no it was in what I guess is a room that belongs to Miss Merriweather Miss Merriweather's classroom another room no. through a portal just spit it out just talk plainly fine we broke into her vault and Miranda Heggington was trapped in a room in and through a portal in her vault and she can tell you all of this when she comes round. Well, shit. So you think Miss Merriweather had something to do with Miranda's disappearance? Yeah. Yeah, yes. very definitely. At this point, there's a knock at the door. Oh, no. Then Matron Flubber comes in. I'm terribly sorry to interrupt, Headmaster. Miranda is conscious again, but we've encountered a problem. Yes. Whenever she tries to explain what happens, her words just garble and become nonsense. It's like she's prevented from talking about it. Mm. This is Merryweather's doing. We can, we should be able to take him to where she was. That'll prove something. Well, we can't move her at the moment. She's still in bed rest. Don't ask me where, because the medical centre got destroyed. But I found a bed. I conjured a bed. I'm a witch. I've just made a bed out of something. Out of a desk. Um, is she being guarded? Because somebody kidnapped her, and I think she needs to be guarded by someone who's not Miss Merryweather. Donald's with him, of course. Her? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was trapped under rubble. Shush. <laughs> I just was <laughs> with her. Donald. Here's her room. Amelia again. She her familiar's just there picking like <laughs> like rubble out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I must get back to my patient. So, bye. 
can we have another sidebar, sir? Did, did, did we ask the serpent all of our questions? Did we ask him all the questions this time? Because we could yes. ask it, did well, Ms. Merriweather. Yeah, Damn. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Also, do we, I mean, we can't prove it, but if we tell him about the time machine, then we can say Miss Merriweather killed us, but then, like, we can't prove that she We can't prove it. But we can prove that the room is still there. We could take him back in time. We'd have to fight the hydrant all over again. I don't want to do that again. Mm. Don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry about it. Did it once do it again? Pendergast muses. Hmm. Seems like all of this stems from when Miranda first disappeared. If you think that Miss Merriweather had something to do with it, we need proof. And it's not the kind of thing, there's unions, there's all sorts of professional standards. I can't just go and ask her if she kidnapped Miss Higgington and orchestrated. Are you saying that she had something to do with the hydrant? Almost certainly. So you could check her vault. There's a, a portal to another dimension in her vault and that's where we found Miranda. But if she's already got Miranda in a state of not being able to, you know, say what happened, she's going to have covered up anything, any evidence in the vault. Allow me to show you something, children. I think you're you're deep enough into this to be able to handle it. He opens his cabinet and he grabs his medals, his horse medals, before leading you down towards the vaults. On the way down, though, Grace, you notice that everyone's sort of giving you suspicious looks, some of them staring at you in, in wide-eyed <laughs> shock, some of you turning, some of them turning to whisper, but, you know, Pendergast leads you on before you can sort of get to the bottom of this, but people are, people are looking at you very strangely for some reason. When you get down to the vaults, Pendergast slots his two medals into the round indents in his door. Oh, yeah. See, he's the summoning teacher, so the idea was that you summon the medals to slot mm. them into the doors. Anyway, oh, he slots two medals into two indents in the door, and it swings open. There's only one thing inside a cabinet that seems glowing with sort of like ethereal, glowy sort of mist sort of thing. This is a memory cabinet. Memories are very important, you see, children, but they aren't always accurate. I want you to watch this. It's my memory of the day that Miranda Higgington went missing. See if I missed anything. See if there's any clues that might suggest what's going on. An image appears on the wall like a projection. You realise you're seeing through Pendergast's eyes from that day. You're standing on a podium. A woman approaches and hangs two silver medals round your neck. After a few publicity shots, you step heading towards the apparition pads. You pat your horse and then vanish in a haze of smoke. When you reappear in the Hollyfirth grounds, there's chaos. There's an ambulance, police, and the courtyard is covered in debris. A much younger Miss Merriweather runs over. What the hell happened? I only left you in in charge for one afternoon. Headmaster, I don't know where to start. There's been a terrible accident. Fred Gimble's fallen from the astronomy tower. He's dead. On top of that, Miranda Higgington never showed up for the flower show. We've searched everywhere, but she's gone. Professor Trot has just quit out of the blue. It's awful. Everything's gone wrong. The image flickers out. Any questions? Who's Professor Trot, sir? Oh, Professor Trot was the old divinations teacher. He just quit for no reason on the same day that all this happened. The same day that Fred died, the same day that Miranda went missing. Okay, so the divination teacher quit on the same day that this happened. Maybe they got a premonition. Same day that Fred Gimble died, same day that Miranda Higgington went missing. Isn't it a bit of a coincidence Fred Gimble died the same day Miranda Higgington disappeared? Maybe he witnessed something and can't remember because he died. 
Well, there's an easy way to fix that. He waves his wand, and the portrait of Fred Gimble from upstairs in his office appears in his hand. He taps it with his wand. A minute or so later, Fred himself floats through the wall. He is about 22. He's a ghost. He looks like your typical 70s young man. He's got longish hair. He's got a flared suit. <laughs> Looking very trendy. Yeah, absolutely. He's a total vibe. Hello, Fred. Fred nods. A message appearing on Pendergast's chalkboard. Hello, sir, is what it says. I'm afraid, kids. None of you do astronomy, so you wouldn't know this, but an unfortunate part of Fred's accident lost him the ability to speak. At this, Fred opens his mouth and his mm. tongue has been ripped out. <gasps> but after after what you've told me and after what Matron Flubber said, I'm starting to have my doubts. He pauses thoughtfully. Fred's never spoken about his accident. I thought it was just the trauma of dying, but maybe... Fred, can we ask you some questions? The message board sort of... Yes, of course. How did you die? The chalk sort of floats along. I fell from the astronomy tower. And was it an accident? The chalk hovers and starts to vibrate. It tries to form letters, but it just ends up scribbling nonsense before exploding with a loud bang of chalk dust. Hmm. This is complex magic indeed. Thanks, Fred. We'll get to the bottom of this, I promise. Fred nods and floats back out through the wall. Dun dun dun. Mm. He was silenced too. It's all a conspiracy, sir. So hang on. We've got Fred's death, Miranda's kidnapping, Professor Trot magic magic magically we can't say that <laughs> mysteriously resigning and quitting all on the same day not to mention there's some weird random school exchange visit from the Brambleford elite which I've never heard of it but wait a minute this time he summons a copy of the school yearbook there look and he shows you a picture setting up for the flower show but there's Three strange figures just caught in the background of the picture. Is it us? Is that us? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, look, it's you. So that means, yes. He leads you out of his room along the corridor to Anthony Snodgrass's room. It's obvious now you were there in 1978. You witnessed the scandal of 78. <gasps> That's how we can find the evidence we need. But you can't change anything. Do you understand? You're just collecting information. No matter how much you might want to save Mr. Gimble or prevent Miss Heggington's abduction, you mustn't. Are we clear? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Suddenly, there's another knock at the door. Monty Blackfriar sticks his head round the doorway. Sorry, Headmaster, but the evacuated students are starting to return. There seems to be some trouble between Loretta Stinge and Cynthia Whipshaft. Also, we found Grace Lyons' foot hideously (laughs) deformed and... I think something terrible might have happened to her. They're talking about arranging a funeral. That's when he <laughs> notices Grace just standing there. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you better come anyway, Headmaster. <laughs> Shuffles out. <laughs> the guest sets the dials on the machine and turns to you. You have one day in 1978. No loops. Use it wisely. <laughs> he waves his wand, transforming your robes into Brambleford Elite robes, and then pulls the lever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. 
With a jolt, the three of you appear at the school gates. Through the bars, you can see a flurry of action as staff and students are setting up for the flower show. There's lots of stalls, etc., with vases of all varieties of flowers and plants. Can each of you just tell me one change that you notice about the school grounds then compared to now? The maze isn't as big. Okay, cool. The maze is smaller. That makes sense. That's logical that the maze would grow. The serpent ball arena is not like there's the pool, but it's not like a big concrete structure or whatever. It's not a, you know, just like an open pool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just is green. It's weird to see plants Mm. and hedges. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing grows back in those days. Well, in these modern days. Well, you hear footsteps behind you and you turn to see a young man approaching. He's holding a suitcase and he looks pretty nervous. It's Fred Gimble. (laughs) Morning, sir. Sir, how do you know who I am? I I haven't even started work yet. (laughs) Oh no, it's his footsteps. You just look like you're going to be a great teacher, sir. Oh, thanks guys. That's really made my day. Although, Brambleford Elite, you're not from Hollyfirth. No, we're just visiting for the day. Oh, that's cool. It's my first day here. I'm super excited. I'm super stoked to be teaching astronomy at the school. Cool, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll sure you'll do great, sir. Thanks. The name's Mr. Gimble. Nice to meet you, Mr. Gimble. A young Charlie the Centaur trots out of the main building. Nay! <laughs> Mr. Gimble, welcome to your first day at Hollyfirth. I'm Charlie. I'll be showing you around and helping you get settled. Oh, who are you three? We're exchange students. Yeah, we're here for the day. It's all been arranged. <sighs> This is typical of Mr. Pendergast to miss something like this from the calendar. Well, I suppose he has been busy with the horse tournaments lately. Not that he asked me for help. I mean, hello. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pendergast riding Charlie. I don't know. It seems inappropriate. That seems like it would be culturally insensitive. Yeah. Well, it's fine if you ask permission. It's all about consent, even in the 70s, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So progressive, it's good. I know. <laughs> Can you... You need to do a charm test of difficulty six to convince Charlie that you are indeed here for a full exchange. Uh, D12, what are you? I'm a D8. Oh, I'm only a D6, so... Here we go. Charm away. Oh, no. Wait, re-roll. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick little roll. Seven. Nice. Okay, Plus here we go. Just elbow him out the way. Go. Yeah, we're here. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the head teacher of the Brambleford Elite? Simon Schwama. Simon Schwama. Hmm, I'll have to go and have a look through and make sure. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I missed some correspondence. It's difficult with hooves. But I'm a centaur, so I also have hands. So why was I using my hooves? <laughs> Just don't know. Maybe it got lost in the post. That's how I like to do it. I like to rear up on my hind legs so I can do two things with my normal hands and then two other things with my hooves. It's weird. You should see my sort my in trays are amazing. In troughs, I call them. Anyway, hashtag centaur life. What's a hashtag? We're in the 70s. Did you know, actually, that a hashtag is called an octothought? No, I didn't. That's some knowledge for you. Well, I tell you what. Sounds totally rad. Yeah, it's totally rad. But I suppose everything seems to be in order. I mean, you've got your own school robes. That would be extra effort to go to if this wasn't legit. So, (laughs) if you wait here, I'll uh, send the head boy out to come show you around. Come on, Mr. Gimbal. Let's drop your cases off and we'll fill in your welcome forms. Charlie trots off with Fred following. What do you do next? Have a little moment of... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I can't bear this. It's okay, and he doesn't deserve to die. Do we wait, in, or do we? So he's going to get pushed off the astronomy tower <clears throat> at some point today. So we're going to need yeah, to go we there. How are we going to get proof that Miranda was kidnapped by Merriweather unless we have a camera or something? We need to do several things. We need to establish where Miranda is, and we need to establish why the divination teacher vanished. Mm. True. Well, so there's three. And we need to witness Fred Gimble's murder. Yeah, three things, right? Three of us. Okay. Like, I don't do well on my own. <laughs> you can do it, Grace. I end up <laughs> with a big mask and a pot plant. I hope it's... Well, no, I don't hope it, but I can just see a situation where it's you that it accidentally pushes Fred off the... <laughs> to interfere and you end up with the one... Or, like, he's falling off, you go to help him and you grab his tongue for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, less of the better. Well, while you are waiting, a handsome upperclassman comes from the building. How is the Hollyfirth uniform different in the 70s? There were some flares. How do you flare robes? Because <laughs> <laughs> underneath? Big bridal train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got really, like, long hangy bits. Of- oh, yeah, big sleeves <laughs> and big <laughs> collar. Cool. Well, as he gets closer, you take in his twinkling eyes and his perfect hair, and your own eyes widen as he holds out his hand. Um, yeah, hi, welcome to Hollyfirth. Wow. I'm Barry Cooper, the head boy. We all just roll our eyes, don't we? Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, fine. Don't don't be like super enthusiastic or anything. Is the Bramble Elite <laughs> private school or something? Y- yes. <laughs> it's elite for a reason. Yeah. What are your names? I'm Faith Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> if Lyons, yeah, yeah, good to meet you. Yeah, he shakes your hand. I'm Molly Ringworth. Molly Ringworth. <laughs> good to meet you. Welcome to Hollyfirth. Yeah, yeah. I am Fred. Just going to go by Fred. All right. Hi, Fred. Welcome. Oh, good handshake, Fred. Anyway, I'm like totally free until lesson two, so we can do literally whatever you want. If you want a tour, you can go see some lessons, anything you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Tour. Tour would be good. Let's do a tour. What time does the flower show start? That starts, that's in the afternoon. Afternoon lessons are totally off today, so we can all like go and see the flower show. Excellent. Okay. Oh, hang on, we know that Miranda, Disgusting. again, sidebar. sidebar. She just does, she doesn't turn up. We need to find her before. And that's improved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's have a wander around and see what we, oh. uh, see what we find. I I heard that the school is like famous for its founder. C- can we meet her? Oh yeah, Miranda Higgington. Yeah. She teaches botany. She's totally amazing. Yeah. She's totally teaching lesson one. We could go drop in on one of her lessons. Yeah, that would be great, right? Yeah. Let's do that. That's cool. Okay. Barry Cooper leads you across the grounds into the building and along to the end of the corridor to the botany greenhouse conservatory thing. Miranda Heggington is in there. What does she look like? We never really described. Last time we saw her, she was strapped to a dentist's chair or whatever it was. She's a bit dishevelled and now she's unconscious. So what does she look like, Miranda Heggington? I picture a sort of, you know, a country, tweedy, mm. kind of hearty... <laughs> Anyone else? No. Yeah, like, yeah, like sleeves permanently rolled up, ready mm. to dive in. Nice. Yeah, probably wears one of those little gardening belt things with lots of like secateurs. Yeah. Nice. Mm. <laughs> 
twine. There's always twine. Mm. Always twine. Hair anyway. is out of her face all the time, like slightly wild hair, but out of the way. Oh, it's the, the 70s, right? So she'll have some kind of bandana. Perfect. Perfect. She is in mid-flow of teaching a lesson. She's teaching some, some lower class men. Why don't you tell me, what's she teaching? This is me going, I know nothing about gardening. <laughs> She's teaching gardening, the basics. Gardening <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys, here is what we call a trowel. And we use this for digging up bits of soil, etc. The soil is this brown stuff that hangs around on the floor. You might be wondering <laughs> it sometimes. But really, soil's quite magic on its own because you put flowers in and they grow out of the soil. And then she waves her hand and the, the pot of soil that she's got just sort of like shoots, start appearing out of it. She is like so smooth and so professional. She's a far cry from Nigel Wilberforce, who is the exact <laughs> opposite of that. Oh, oh hello, uh, young Mr. Cooper. Who have we got here then? Oh, yeah, this is uh, Molly, Fred and Faith. They're from the Bramblefoot Elite. I'm just showing them around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hi, guys. Feel free to take a look around, talk to the kids, ask ask any questions you like. Just just enjoy yourself. What's botany like at the Bramblefoot Elite? I've not heard of the Bramblefoot Elite. Where is that? Timothy, put down those secateurs. You're not raised, not mastered trowel yet. <laughs> Sorry about him. The, the school's down, down by London. Yeah, oh, no. kind of home counties. Yeah, yeah. It, botany is, you know, highly prized. One of, obviously, one of the most important subjects. Absolutely. Maybe. It's lucky that you're here on the day of the flower show. It's when it's when the botany department, I say department, <laughs> it's just me, really gets to shine. Tallulah, don't eat those berries. Yeah, are you, are you excited for flower show? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't want to brag, but I have won the, the best display award for the last five <laughs> years. I've got a really good one planned for this year. I'm not going to tell Ooh. you it's a secret. Oh. Okay, sounds amazing. Yeah. So, what 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 are you going to do to get ready for this show? Like, is there like a, a setup area or something? Well, you might have seen in the on the flying grounds and in the quad, people are setting up all the stalls, etc. I'm actually free after this lesson, so as soon as I'm finished with the with the underclassmen here, Robert, no, don't do that. You'll get it stuck on your head like last time. <laughs> Honestly, some of these they fresh out of fresh out of the real world. They've got no idea how half this stuff works. Anyway, yes, so after this lesson, I'm going to go and start setting up, start preparing my display. I've got a really special flower that I've been working on. I think I'm the only one in the world that can grow it. Sounds amazing. Mm. Totally rad. Sidebar, sidebar. Yeah, I'm like, can we huddle, guys? Huddle. I'm just going to do a lap and make sure, you know, no one's got their fingers caught in the Venus flytraps again. So one of us needs to, have we got a means of taking photos or anything? Or prove? Phones we've still got phones on One of us needs to, like, tail Miranda, perhaps they could pretend to be ill so they can like drop away from Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that generally the plan? Are we going to find one each and follow and then film? I guess so. Otherwise, we've got all three of us stitch Barry Cooper. Don't forget, Barry Cooper is only free until the end of this lesson anyway. Well, we can... So we know where Miranda's going to be until the end of the lesson. Mm -hmm. So we can just carry on the tour. Okay. I can leave Penny the Raven just like hovering Mm -hmm. and she can fly to us with Very good plan. Very swift good plan. wings and courageous heart <laughs> <laughs> if something is happening. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You you happy with botany? Want to go somewhere else now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Divination tower looks cool. We'll go up there. The divination tower? Oh, well, I don't know. It's, it's normally up a tower, isn't it? No, yeah. Divination's on the ground floor here. Oh. Oh. Do you remember yeah. astronomy, don't I? Not divination. I think we know that other guy's filling in his welcome forms, so do we want to find the divination guy? Yeah, let's... Oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Right, so, yeah, where where am I taking you then? Divination. I've never been in a divination classroom on the ground floor. That sounds so weird. Let's see it. Okay. <laughs> bye, Miss Heggington. I'll see you later, yeah? Yeah, bye, Barry. Nice to meet you, you children. Oh, are you leaving your bird here? She's fascinated by soil. I'll get her later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll take good care of her. Nice to meet you. Bye. 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 Barry Cooper leads you along the ground floor corridor until you get to the divination room. And there you go. You you go in. Runcible Trot is teaching a divination lesson. He's a short, portly man. Looks a bit like a ball. <laughs> He's completely bold, but he does have a long beard. And what's he in the middle of teaching? What divination is he teaching? And who is he teaching it to? Middle classman. Cool. He's teaching the middle years. I'd say basic, basic crystal ballery. Basic. <laughs> Ballery. Okay. Well then, children, as you can see, the crystal ball, so called because it's round, it's a ball, and it's made of crystal. Oh, hello, young Mr. Cooper. Who have you got with you here then? Oh, sorry, that's all yeah. <laughs> Um These are some kids from the Brambleford Elite. Yeah, they're just here on an exchange day, checking out some lessons, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, it's totally cool. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Are there any of you gifted with the balls? <laughs> you young lady, you look like you've uh, handled a fair few balls of the crystal variety. Would you care to, to demonstrate for the class? He thrusts his crystal ball at you, Grace. Test your brains, Grace, please. <laughs> I don't know whether to refuse or whether it might reveal something useful. <laughs> you could always not say. You... I got a natural 20. Different. I mean, right, well, that, that is to be expected. We are from the future. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> say all sorts of things and they will come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that 20, you, you've got to say some perfect prediction. <laughs> Literally, as soon as, before even your fingers have touched the crystal, images start appearing in it. It's like, because time travel overload can sense you're laced with future potential energy. <laughs> oh my, I've not seen a reaction that strong since I threw the crystal ball at the someone else. And it hit them in the face, and then and, uh, a vision of them in the hospital wing appeared. <laughs> yes. What do you see? Gather round, children, gather round. <laughs> Looks like we have a potential profit on our hands. Well, yes, I uh, I, I do dabble. What did well, you say your name was? Faith. Come on, we've all got faith yes. in you now, young lady. You know, I'm going to make some mystical hand gestures over the crystal ball, and I'm going to ah, say... excellent. Using the Vanderbilt technique, I see. <laughs> Yes, yeah. What um, she's yeah. doing here, children, is she's using her fingers to coax the future energies through the atoms of the crystal. Isn't that right, young lady? That's exactly right. I can tell you that tomorrow will be a warm, balmy day. <laughs> And that Argentina are going to win the World Cup 3-1. You're checking the score. <laughs> oh, there actually is a World Cup this year. <laughs> there is. I also happen to know that Argentina are going to win it because I just Googled it. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. Okay, what a fantastic prediction. If you weren't all children, I'd suggest you run to the bookies office. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I'll do when I'm next free, which is actually next. Oh, maybe there's... Oh, Oh my god, that's why he ran away. He won a fortune. <laughs> 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 oh no, I have 
have changed time. Oh, no. not, not if that was how it was supposed to be, right? I don't understand time. Timey-wimey things, yeah. Oh, bless you, young lady. Bless you, Molly. It's not for everyone, is it? No. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. So this is, you know, just standard. This is your basics at Bramble Food Elite. So it's uh, going to, like, hand him back his crystal ball. <laughs> as soon as you hand it back to him, it instantly just goes dull and grey and cloudy. And he's like, oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, we're almost at the end of the lesson, actually. There, so uh, pack away, children. Pack away. Are you staying for the flower show later? I hope that's a good one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There is a lot to see. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Good, good. Barry Cooper comes over and he is like, oh, yeah, so I think we're all gathering on the flying ground uh, to see Professor Pendergast's departure. He's got a big horse tournament. Yeah, totally, this afternoon. So we're all going to send him off. Do you want to come to that? Yeah, we may do. We may continue having a wander around. It's fine. We can we can show ourselves around. Thank you, though. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Um, if you need anything, just literally ask, like, anyone. The whole school's, like, full of people, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cool. <laughs> Barry Cooper heads out with all the other, sort of, kids leaving divination class. I really want to throw something at him when he's walking <laughs> away, but I don't think I have anything not from the future. <laughs> <laughs> That crystal ball. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Do we want to split up now? What do we want to do? I think, yeah, one of us needs to see if this is the reason he goes or if something else is going to make him quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of us probably needs to follow the divination teacher. Yeah. One for Heggington. While you're deliberating. One for Gimbal. Mm-hmm. You notice that Professor Trot slumps in his chair for a moment. Then suddenly he like stretches out and his eyes go completely white. He's like... Put <gasps> phone out! <laughs> and then... He slumps down and he wakes up. His like forehead is sheened with sweat and he's like shaking. What happened, sir? I I I just had a vision. I, I must go see the headmaster at once. It was terrible, terrible. Tell us what it was. Disaster's going to strike the flower show. What? Oh no. Oh no. He gets up, he runs. He runs out of the room. I'm probably the fastest. Shall I chase him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we're right um, to the fly- flying ground then. Test your flight, please. Oh, my flight's quite good. All of us? Or? Um, which um, one? Just, is Jesse, did you decide Jesse was going to try and chase him? I might not be. Oh, hang on, yours is a 20. No, you're a D20. I'm, I'm I reckon I can be a rotund old man. Ooh. He's got a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> Xavier's just ahead of him. Yeah, <laughs> around and he's gone gets to the flying grounds like minutes before Reservoir (laughs) Trot I mean the way you described him doesn't sound like he's going to move faster than a teenager (laughs) you you get there just as Professor Pendergast is you know planning to leave he goes and he like Merriweather is there and Monty Blackfriar's there a younger Monty Blackfriar and he says to Miss Merriweather now you're in charge for the afternoon okay so just make sure everything goes smoothly I hope the flower show goes well Monty keep an eye out for any mischief you know how it always is when we're off timetable for the afternoon kids think they can go wherever they want do whatever you want so keep an eye on them alright and I'll, I'll see you later after the tournament wish me luck yes headmaster good luck yeah good luck good luck Roddy and then he disappears steps onto the apparition pad and disappears seconds later Runcible Trot comes huffing and puffing onto the grass for some reason he's got a cup of coffee with him and he's holding a donut <laughs> start running to canteen hatch on the way stop sustenance make, make fuel for the 
journey. Say fuel for the run. Um, <laughs> is Mr. Pendergast around? I'm afraid you've just missed him, Professor Trot. Is there anything I can do? Oh, blast it all. I just had a terrible, terrible premonition. Disaster is going to strike the flower show. Something terrible is going to happen. Terrible abomination. It was like, oh, it was a creature, it was a plant, oh, ah, terrible ah, sort of thing. Well, why don't you come with me and uh, we'll discuss this privately. There's no need to panic the students. She she looks around and she spots Barry Cooper in the crowd. Ah, oh, Mr. Cooper, perhaps you'd like to join us. Obviously, hearing details of this premonition, you might be able to disseminate amongst the student body and quell any rumours that might surface from this. Um, yeah, sure, Miss Merriweather, sure, yeah. So, Barry, Barry joins and Miss Merriweather takes Runcible Trot and Barry Cooper off in the direction of the gardens. Hmm. Well, hang on, I guess... Have we with Runcible Trot so slow that we're all there now? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Grace and Jesse sort of arrive just mm. as Barry, Miss Merriweather, and Runcible Trot are filing off towards the gardens. Okay, we might want to go and eavesdrop if we can, guys, on on, on there. Okay. But also, now that the first lesson has ended, one of us needs to go and check in on Miranda as well. Okay. Who wants to do what? Well, I don't particularly mind, but I can watch Miranda. Okay. Go for it. Do you want me to carry on following these people? then sure. and then you can shall I go stake out astronomy or shall I come with you because if it was Merriweather hmm. could be yeah because yeah. you need to keep an eye on Merriweather and Barry Cooper now I think true okay yeah 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 fine yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on Grace is staying with Miranda Xavier's oh yeah sure it's gonna go and find wherever Miranda is and then and yeah, we yeah yeah, yeah and we'll follow Miranda Xavier's doing <laughs> Merriweather yeah we both are we'll both do Mer- Merriweather okay hey cool 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 let's go for I don't suppose it matters who's going first Roll, roll a d20 each each individual team 11 6 okay Grace you're gonna go first so where are you gonna look for Miranda Higgington well I've had no message from Penny so I'm gonna assume that since it's right at the end of the lesson she's still in botany class cleaning up the soil that all the first formers have spilled everywhere <laughs> okay Go back to the botany room. She's indeed, she's just finishing up, sort of getting, you know, getting stuff tidied away. Oh, oh, hello. Welcome back. I say your raven's been very well behaved. Oh, well, thank you. She is very good. Absolutely. She even stopped one of the first years from choking on a twig. Oh, she's a heroine. Has she considered a career in the medical field at all? <laughs> she has actually recently been training under <laughs> our school matron. <laughs> Oh, that's good to hear, isn't it? Anyway, I'm just about to go out and start setting up for the flower show. You can join me if you want. Yes, that sounds really good. I'll I'll come and help. Excellent. Okay. She, she leads you out to the flying grounds where there's all sorts of stalls, etc. There's a podium and there's big banners, you know, flower show of 78, etc, etc. And she goes over to one of the stalls that's marked out to hers and there's just a big trough of soil at the moment. So, as I said, I'm working on a very special display. I reckon I've come up with a new type of rose, but it's tuned to my own sort of personal energy that only I can grow it. Ooh, what are you going to call this rose? Probably the Heggington Rose because <laughs> I think it sounds good yeah absolutely so she starts you know she's kneeling back and she starts just coaxing the roses out you know they start blossoming and if you remember from the one that you found in the labyrinth it's all very beautifully coloured it has lots of different colours just ramping until I find the picture there you go it's got pink at the bottom and then that sort of tapers off into a fiery yellowy orange 
at the top, but then the, I think they're called the sequels, is it? They go into like blue and indigo. It's very, very pretty of all colours, rainbow coloured rose. Beautiful. Thank you. Can you pass me that watering can? I can, yes. Thank you. She starts just working, she's just pottering along, doing her display. Okay, I was, I was very worried about passing out the watering can. I was like, oh my god, it's a bomb. <laughs> bomb? <laughs> or, you know, bleach in the can. It's going to destroy all her races. Nope, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, while she's there, I mean, I'm going to look around. Can I see anyone, like, suspicious? I mean, other than Merriweather and Cooper? There is no one. So, you know, there's generally people just coming in and out, bringing in boxes of stuff. There's Canteen Hatch is setting up, like, refreshments over at one end. People are setting out chairs. You know, general general getting ready for festival vibes is happening. But everyone seems to have a purpose. No one's, like, lurking or twiddling their moustache in an evil fashion. <laughs> okay. Am I meant to be doing something? I don't know. You could talk to her. <laughs> oh, all right. Nobody mentioned that. <laughs> Hang on. Let me think. What do I want to ask her? Who is your biggest rival at this flower show? Oh, it's actually kind of funny. Miss Hattenberg, the, the groundskeeper, she's my closest rival. But we're actually really good friends, if you know what oh, I mean. Oh, I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm meeting her after this lesson, just as a little before the show, you know, promenade. Oh, right. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. It's a shame that mobile phones aren't going to work in the 70s. I could text Jessie. What's that, my love? <laughs> mobile homes? Oh, you're not a gypsy, are you? No, <laughs> no. I'm from Brownwood Elite. <laughs> my mistake. Yes, yeah, Barry Cooper did say, didn't he? He's such a lovely boy, isn't he? So... <laughs> Do you know, I hear that he is about to get a apprenticeship with the Harrington Harriers, the circuit ball team. No way. Very He's certainly good set up when he leaves here, isn't he? We'll all be watching his career eagerly. We will. I bet he'll do very well. Absolutely. Going to be a star. <laughs> well, well, indeed. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Grace there and we're going to switch to Xavier and Jesse. Are you following them? Yeah. Yeah, but at a distance, if we can. At a distance. Well, you see them heading towards the labyrinth. <gasps> and they take, you know, rentable trots like, what, what are we doing going to the labyrinth? Well, privacy is very important here, Professor Trot. If you've got some alarming premonition to discuss, we'd rather as few people hear about it as possible. Well, fair enough. You're in charge, Deputy Headmistress, so I defer to you, obviously. So they they disappear into the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to follow them. Yeah. Plausible deniability if we accidentally stumble on them. We got lost. It looked really yes. cool and we got lost. That's true. Okay. Can you do another flight check just to see what your sneaking ability is going to be? Both of us or just one? Both of you, please. Ooh, oh dear. I know I can reroll. I've got a, you got a token, adversity okay. token. I'm going to reroll that terrible roll. Oh, oh, still terrible. Oh, well. Five. Seven. I've still got a token left. Can I use a token? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> 
Nine. Slightly better. <laughs> you you follow them into the labyrinth. Unfortunately, you're not the most stealthy, stepping on a few twigs, mm. you know, as the labyrinth sort of shifts. You hear Merriweather sort of, they stop, like, did you hear that? Sorry, that's not even her voice. Did you hear that, Barry? Um, yeah, no, like, maybe. Mm. Go and check it out. I'll continue leading our friend, Mr. Trot, here to the centre of the labyrinth. You hear their footsteps going mm. along. Barry Cooper sort of comes back along the path towards you. Dive into the hedge. Yeah. <laughs> Dive into the hedge. Again, roll roll flight check each. <laughs> Well, I I dive into Barry Cooper. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Fred. Um, like I'm super flattered and everything, but like I'm not that way. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Barry. Just I was just exploring the labyrinth. Pretty cool, isn't it? it? It's so totally cool. Obviously, like some of us upper class men, we like dare each other to go in here in the middle of the night, etc. But um, I'm just in the middle of something actually right now. So, uh, why don't you go check out literally anywhere? else yeah <laughs> oh yeah sure which, which way back back this way is it yeah yeah back out there go check out like the serpent ball arena i'm like totally the holly first serpent ball star it's totes amazing wow okay yeah yeah sure right see you around for now okay, bye he bye. stays watching just to make sure that you leave the labyrinth oh no you see both of us or just me just you okay luckily you're you're banging <laughs> into him created a yeah. i just fell into the hedge okay, well, uh, <laughs> off off i go i'll yeah go look at the serpent ball arena maybe uh I've heard this astronomy is great as well. Oh, yeah, see you around. Yeah, okay, cool. And, like, yeah, sorry again. I know, like, my, my hair and my smile and everything is, like, literally perfect, but, yeah. <laughs> Barry turns around, goes back into the centre of the labyrinth to join Miss Merriweather and Runcible Trot. Jesse, what are you doing? I'm going to follow. I'm going to send Odin, like, ahead as a, a scout, sort of, so that sort of he can be a bit closer and I know I'm still going the right way. Okay. Odin sort of, you know, runs off ahead They've got to the centre of the labyrinth and this is what you hear or slash Odin hears or whatever. So tell us about this premonition, Runcible. Oh, well, it was terrible, terrible. I had this vision of disaster at the flower show. Oh, I couldn't see exactly what had happened, but there was police, there was ambulance, everything. There was, I think, someone got hurt. But then again, I saw another vision, a giant creature. Imagine, you know, the serpents from Serpent Ball. Imagine loads of those all like mushed together into some sort of weird Hydra type creature. Almost Hydra, Serpent, a Hydrant, maybe. But not just that. It was almost as if it was infused with plants somehow. Odd plants. <coughs> this voice. <coughs> infused with plants. All sorts of plantodis, spindly legs, wings, leaf scale. It was bizarre. I've never seen anything like it. Do you think such a creature could exist and attack Hollyfirth? <laughs> yeah, don't be stupid, old man. <laughs> mm, it does seem a little far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever should we do, Deputy Headmistress? I'm going to take this moment to, like, I assume my phone still works and just start recording a voice note. Yes, there you go. Barry Keeper and Miss Merriweather sort of step off to one side. Just just wait there, Professor Trot, while we deliberate. And then they sort of, like, lean in to whisper. How about, like, how could you, like, you totally know about about the plans? Hmm. 
well, he is obviously gifted with the premonition. We'll have to take care of him. But, but really? Mm, we can handle it. We'll come up with some cover story. Plus, it will be a good opportunity to try out the initial stages of our plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Runcible Trot sort of comes, oh, uh, have you decided what to do? Should we evacuate the school? Should we call the guardians? Should we get Dorset Applecake down here to report on it? But Miss Merryweather says, you know, she steps forward coldly. Hmm, we've come up with a better solution, haven't we, Barry? Uh, yeah, totally. She she waves her wand and casts a summoning charm, and a creature appears in the centre of the labyrinth. It well, are you are you looking, Jesse? Are you in a position where yeah, you can see? I'm kind of peering through some plantry, so I'm like behind a bush, but well concealed. It appears to be a nintipint, but it has been mutated somehow. You can see a, like a row of leafy sort of spines growing out along its backbone. It seems to have the same sort of plant-based mutations that you've seen before in the future. What what was this ridiculous thing? This is the beginning of the future and you've just confirmed we're on the right track. Get him! And then the Nintipint jumps on Runcible Trot and starts biting him, attacking him. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, good lord! What the fuck is this? Oh no! The Nintipint! And just, it's toxic little bite. And it kills. It kills Runcible Trot. Runcible Trot has just been killed by the mutated Nintipint. Oh no. I've just grabbed Odin to stop him trying to intervene. Can you test your grit, please, Jesse? Oh dear. As much as you try and, and like grit your teeth, you can't help but letting out a small gasp. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's here, Barry. Someone's here. <laughs> Someone. she, sends, she sends Barry to check it out again. I'm going to quickly cast a bandagast from like, the other side from where I am to try and lure them over there. <laughs> oh, okay. Describe. Describe. Okay. Well, I don't want it to... I guess it is just a loud noise, but I'm going to try and cast it so it occurs within a hedge, so it sounds like there's somebody in the hedge sort of screaming. Do I need to roll? No, I think you, you've mastered yeah. the bandagast spell by now. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a kind of noise from the other side of the middle of the maze. Nice. They go and look over there so we have time to... I want to see where they bury his body because that would be helpful if they bury it. So I'm going to try and just hide myself better. Okay. Well, they, they're distracted. They go look at the noise. There's nothing there. By which time they return, you've hid yourself better. And they, you know, they look. They look at the remnants of, of Runcible Trot and the Nintipint is just sort of sitting there looking pathetically, you know, with a big sort of puppy grin on its face. And they sort of shaking their heads. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, it, it got the job done, didn't it? Hmm. It's not very impressive, though. It's not... We need something bigger. Something more vicious. Hmm. And then Barry's like, well, I mean, Professor Trot literally told us what he saw. Why, like, why don't we just, like, totally make that? Hmm. I know just who we need, just who can help make this a reality. Yeah. Uh, and then Damn. they sort of stalk out to lead... To lead? To leave the labyrinth. So As then, you watch the the you know like the hedges are all like yeah. moving like branches and vines just sort of creep out of the hedge. They grab Runcible Trot's remains and just sort of pull them into the hedgery and sort of just like. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Is the Nintipint still there? No. Let's. She she unsummoned the Nintipint and sent it back to wherever she's keeping it. I was gonna catch okay. the Nintipint. 
I'm going to go to Xavier now for a moment. Where did you go? What did you do after you left the labyrinth? I'm going to go and see how astronomy dude's getting on. Okay, cool. You you go up to the astronomy tower and Fred Gimble's there in the middle of teaching his very first lesson. Oh, um, yeah, yeah no, no, just just pay attention this way. Like, all the information's on. No, please stop talking. It's, it's really difficult when you talk over me. And just, this is all useful information. It's just, oh, please, just listen. No, put your pens... No, come on. You're so nervous. Oh, You're giving me horrific flashbacks. I'm going to need counselling. <laughs> um, they're there. They're there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what's, what's he trying to teach them, Xavier? Oh, he is trying to teach them... Oh, they're looking at, like, chart maps, and they're kind of... They're looking at how there's, like, the normal stars that, you know, all the sort of F-wits know about, and then there's all the magical stars that you can only see with magical telescopes. Uh, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So there's like, you know, it's all the all the other constellations, the magical constellations. Obviously no one's listening, right? It's... No, they're all just like throwing balls of paper and just, yeah, just carnage, carnage. He sort of looks at you with a really, apo- apo- a really apologetic look on his face. And he's just like, oh, sorry, this probably isn't the best lesson for you to come and see. It's my first ever one, you see? No, that's all right. Don't, don't mind me. Just, just having a look around, like... You know, I don't think we've done this yet at school, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to learn. I just don't understand. Like, it's really cool, and they're just not listening. Maybe I don't know. Need to do something, make it more engaging. Oh, perhaps you could help. What, what sort of, what sort of cool spells have you learned at Brambleford? Oh, we've been doing kind of image projection spells. Like you could, rather than having the all these kind of constellations just in books, you could like project them on the ceiling. So like the ceiling looks like the night sky. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Cool. Can you help me do it? Can I you help can me give it, it a go. I've never done anything quite this big, but let's go for brains. Brains might be possible. Better than mine. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing this, not me. Mm. Oh, it's <laughs> magical, when you said it? project an image, I was like, I oh, know he's going to project a door over the window, and that's how we die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's gonna just project your feet, and then he'll go. Oh my god! It's <laughs> <laughs> a seven. A seven. But it's all right because Fred's helping, so he's gonna contribute. Also a seven. So you've got a score of fourteen. Let's go cool. together. You raise your wands and cast the. Describe what appears on the ceiling. It's like all of a sudden we're in the middle of a field at night, and and kind of darkness settles over the classroom, and all these stars appear across the ceiling or well no the ceiling's not even there the, the, the stars are in the sky and all of a sudden all the kids are just like ooh and they're just like you know stop hitting each other or whatever and actually start paying attention oh, Fred just sort of whispers like thanks <laughs> and then right. he carries on with the lesson and the rest of it sort of goes pretty smoothly he even gets some like engaging discussion out of them etc <laughs> but it gets to the end of lesson two and the kids sort of filter out Oh, thanks again for that. Yeah, no worries. What What are you doing now, sir? Well, I've got a free, but did you know, I, this is cool, I don't know if you have anything like it at your school, but every member of staff gets a room down in the vaults. So I'm just going to go down there, check out my vault room and, and see what I can put in there. And It's going to be really cool. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, sounds yeah, sounds good. Great. I'll see you later, sir. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks again for your help. He goes. He's like, <laughs> going, we're walking out. He's going, obviously heading down mm-hmm. towards the vaults.
gonna go back to grace okay i think i i think my brain is filling in all the horrible ways we could cause an innocent person's death <laughs> i was like oh no he's left and meriwether's gonna look up from the maze and see a figure in the astrology tower and it'll be xavier and she'll be like shit we've been seen i worry about things quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> well you i mean miranda puts down her her tools and stuff and she's like well i'm you know i'm pretty much done here so i'm gonna meet my friend davina for for our little stroll in the garden before the show. Where are you going next? I'm going to look at some of the stalls and get some cake. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. Canteen Hatch makes this amazing sparkle fudge. It's really good. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Anyway, nice to meet you again, and hopefully I'll see you at the show. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay, I'm definitely following her. (laughs) Heads off towards the gardens. Can you test your flight then, Grace, to see if you follow her subtly? Well... Yes, I'm hoping to sort of get lost in the crowd and then obviously going to hang back a bit. Oh, <laughs> a five! <laughs> you, you know, you follow along, but she she sort of spots you. She's like, oh, um, you've walked straight past the, the refreshments table and you're, and you're not going anywhere near the, the kitchen. So where are you going to get this cake from? Are you all right? I know you're oh, not from here. Yeah. You know what cake looks like, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I wondered before you go if I could have your autograph. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, of course you can. Absolutely. Oh, thanks. She pulls oh. out a slip of paper and she signs it for you. Thanks. There you go. Really? You go, tell, go tell your botany teacher back at Brambleford that you met Miranda Heggington. I will. I definitely will. Thank you for this. I'll go and get that cake now. Really, really obviously, like, walk in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Miranda heads off towards the gardens. Back to Jessie. What are you doing? I'm going to see if I can keep following Merriweather and Cooper because I know they're probably going to do something bad. (laughs) Maybe they're gunning for Miranda next. So I'm going to try and follow again. Odin's going to go a bit closer so he can sort of signal things. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, you follow Miss Merriweather and Barry Cooper out. They're heading towards the gardens as well. You see Davina Hattenberg come out of her hut thing and she's obviously on her way to meet Miranda in the gardens mm. but Barry Cooper sort of stops her and is like oh uh, Miss Hattenberg yeah totally I saw some people snapping their heads off like the flowers back there hey by gum uh, it'll be those underclassmen again they seem to think it's right funny just knocking all the heads off the flowers and that Ugh, give me two seconds show me where it was Barry let's go get them she goes off I'm, well I'm supposed to be meeting Miranda but she, she won't mind if I'm a few minutes it. She goes, that's Davina going off somewhere else. Miss Merriweather sort of strides purposefully towards the gardens. I'm gonna keep following. Mm. She goes, she gets there. She waits around. Miranda Heggington turns up. Where are you positioned yourself? Where are you hiding? Race as well. Are you? Did you turn around and follow Miranda? What are you doing? I was gonna wait until she you know, let her see me walking in the other direction and then obviously turn right back around and follow her again but at a better distance. <laughs> I've found a like big bird bath type thing uh-huh. and I'm hiding behind that. Are you standing roughly in the shape of a bird bath? I'm <laughs> <laughs> crouching underneath it and I'm thinking I'm probably going to fail but I'm just going to try and like cast an illusion that makes it look like I'm a bit of topiary or that there's some topiary like in front of me. <laughs> oh, really good. Um, I, mean, I mean you know that's going to be brains right? I do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
have to try. It's looking promising. Four and a three. Uh, roll the seven. Okay. Despite what exactly do you, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to turn your entire self into topiary? What's the vibe here? I'm trying you to get like sort of, you know, in the Lord of the Rings when they pull their elven cloaks over them and they look like a rock. I'm kind of going for that kind of thing, but instead of a rock, it's topiary. So kind of like an illusion around me. Okay. So that, like, if anyone fell over me or like walked into me, they'd definitely know I was a person. <laughs> Okay. You realise that Grace is gonna fall over you now. <laughs> I'm trying to look like a like a bush, like an innocuous bush. So that no one will walk in. Innocuous bush. I think she's one of the teaching assistants. <laughs> like nobody would think to walk into me because you don't deliberately walk into a thing, but I'm walking no. to like it's an odd place, but like just out of the corner of your eye, I'm like, oh, mm. that's that's a hedge. <laughs> I'm afraid you've not rolled high enough for a spell of that nature. But it's fine. You you cast a spell and literally your hair turns green and and that's it your your hair has turned green okay so i'm just crouching behind a bird bath now yeah <laughs> you, you're crouching behind a bird bath with green hair that's fine how are you going to avoid detection well i've just been looking at the map and whereabouts are they just generic gardens let's say they had arranged the you know the pond where it says gardens yes that's where they're meeting so they've come out of the labyrinth past davina's hut and they're at that pond okay the groundskeeper's shed would be too far away for me to hide behind and hear things wouldn't it probably in that case I'm can I see Jesse probably um, I've got green hair now bird bath with some <laughs> strange green hair behind it I'm gonna take inspiration and I'm I can't think of a better way of doing this I'm gonna turn myself green and then like crawl along the- <laughs> okay well first of all <laughs> Have you cast anything like this before? No. Have you read about Like, are you aware that it's a spell? I definitely know it is. You can, because you can change okay. appearance. Okay. It's going to need brains 10. Okay. Brains. Because you've got like plus I've four. I've got high brain. Yeah. And I've got plus four. Oh, yeah. If I don't make this with a <laughs> d20 and a d4 and plus four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I did just roll a natural one. So, um... Oh. You didn't turn yourself grass green. You turn the grass grace-coloured. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still blend really nice. Smell <laughs> just like a giant... You know, like a Neil Buchanan art attack mm. but of grace lions just... <laughs> Amazing. Do you immediately like just throw yourself on the floor in the same position? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. Well, so you're both hidden. <laughs> can I send Penny somewhere slightly nearer? Yes, you can send Penny, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, Odin's gonna go in the pond. Okay. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So Penny's gonna like perch on something nearby. Odin's watching. I think really what we've discovered is that the familiars are far more useful than we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Should have got them to talk to the father of serpents. He just told them everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next um, time, when we do the time loop again. <laughs> yeah. So, Miranda's there waiting. Miss Merriweather's there. Oh, Miss Heggington. Oh, uh, hello, Miss Merriweather. I- I'm just supposed to be meeting Davina. You haven't seen her, have you? No. Unfortunately, your plans are going to have to change. I require your assistance. Oh, well, it's just, I'm a little bit busy at the moment. It's not optional. Before Miranda Heggington... Before Miranda Heggington can react, Miss Merriweather pulls her wand out, 
stuns her, and then pff, the two of them disappear. <gasps> okay, bye. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, how are we meant to follow that? The vault. I'm gonna like now that they've gone. I'm just immediately gonna get up and start running towards where the uh, staff vaults are. Shit, that's shit. What? Yes, of course, because that was where we should have waited in the vault. I should have followed Fred there, but oh. I'm just gonna. That's his, he was oh, there. He was there. He was terrible. Say. All the signs were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start running towards the vaults. Are you going through the school or through the maze? I suppose I do know where in the maze it is. I could just... If I blast a hole in the roof, she'll see me, though. True. But I am quite dumb, so I might just do that. I mean, also, you'll go straight down to her particular vault. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run to the spot I know in the labyrinth because no one's there to stop me. <laughs> well, I'm there, but I'm currently just, like, spread eagle on the <laughs> And I've, I've just turned up because as I was coming down from the astronomy classroom, I just see your, your face <laughs> here on, in the gardens. <laughs> Like, it's huge, right, right across from the other side of the, the school grounds. I could just see the other. You can only see it from the astrology tower. Yeah, like, like, looking down, yeah. I think I know where Grace is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just booking it. Like, I might just try and run through the hedges to see if that will get me there faster. All the way through a hedge. <laughs> so, hang on, I've lost track of where everyone is. Right, just give it right. Grace, where are you? Well, I was lying on the ground, and okay. I'm just stunned that they've vanished. Okay, Xavier? I'm have seen Grace in the grass <laughs> and I'm heading towards Grace. Okay, and Jesse? I'm pegging it to the labyrinth. What, the hole's not there anymore. I know, but I can make the hole. To the labyrinth. Fair deal. It's quicker well, I'm trying to get to the vault. Let's yeah. go for... You see whoever... Probably Grace would see it, Xavier would see it, Jesse might not see it if she's in the labyrinth, but all of a sudden, Fred Gimble comes racing up the steps, out across the grass, over towards the astronomy tower again, and you can hear him saying, oh my god, oh my god, shit, shit. Shit, shit. And he just runs, pegs it back up to the tower. Will I pass him on my way? Yes, you can pass him on your way. He sort of like runs, just barges past you though. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Sir, what's up, sir? Uh, I just, uh, uh, oh my god, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And he just runs, runs up the stairs. Okay, I'm going to turn turn around and go back up then. Okay. I'm going to follow him up. Other two, what are you doing? No, he was in the vaults and he saw Miranda. I am going to follow Jesse. Okay, so you guys are going in... I love that Jesse's the one who's making all the decisions. (laughs) You guys going into the labyrinth? That was my immediate dumb plan of, that must be where they're going. I I, can't get there. (laughs) If I catch up with Jesse, I'm going to say, but we can't blast a hole straight into Miss Merriweather's room because she will definitely see that and we know she will kill us. Oh, crap. Didn't think of that. Can we? How long is it going to take us to run in, like, through the school? It's possible. You can do it. Could okay. you blast a hole into someone else's vault? Maybe. Like, if you move along a few feet, surely that will just take us to a new. But we mustn't change anything. Ah, shit. Okay, run. I'm just oh, going to grab you and start running again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, switch to Xavier. Mm -hmm. You're following them up to the classroom. Yeah. When you get there, Fred Gimble is in an utter panic. He's just like pacing back and forward and he's just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh shit. What do I do? What do I do? Sir, it's all right. Calm down, sir. What's going on? What did you see down there? I I was in my, I was checking out my vault, like I said I would. And then I saw one of the other teachers, I think it was Miss Merriweather, dragging a lady into her vault. She was unconscious or something. And then 
then there was sort of a flash and oh my god I don't know and I just ran but shit I dropped my staff ID I only got it this morning and I left it behind no, honestly don't worry about that was was it Miranda Heggington yeah I think so the, the botany lady it looked like her okay what do I do why, why am I asking you I mean you're a child but <laughs> I'm only five years older than you what do I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Oh, but I can't tell him to get out of there because I can't change anything. He could leave a knife for himself that we can find later. In the future, yes. leave something to hide in his desk. Yes. Could he, like, he write it, it on the wall? On, yeah. Or, and then and hide it. Hide it magically in the wall or cover up, like, daub it on the, on the wall and then project a perfect wall over the top. Yeah. If he, if he writes... I mean, a note would be simpler, but less magical. Yeah. Something in yeah. his own hand and, yeah, conceals <laughs> it. Then you can be like, there's, there's a note. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, sir. Don't. This is going to sound really strange, but like, we need some. We need some proof. We need need to like, I don't know. Record record this so that we can tell Pendergast when he gets back because he's not here right now, right? And we need to wait for him to get back from his horse tournament. <laughs> But I'm just proof. Like, my mouth will be the proof. I would just tell him when he gets back. Surely. Sure, but I, I don't know. I just, just trust me on this one. Shouldn't we, like, call the police or something? Yeah, oh yeah we can do. Let's just, I don't know, quickly, just, you know. Yeah, write it down before you forget the details. Yeah, yeah. yeah organise your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. hey, he starts, he's, like, scrambling about in his desk. He's looking for paper. He starts writing. But hang on, but wouldn't he, he would, re- he would remember this. So even as a ghost, he would. But if he's been made so he can't express it now, if that's that's written down from then. He can re- he'll remember where it is, I guess. But he will he will have already done this. This has happened. Yeah. So in but the if future, he, yeah. If, if he can't talk about it, he can't tell anyone. But you could say it's in his desk. Hmm. He might not be able to take us to it, but you could. I'm sure. I guess it's not my story to try and <laughs> Don't worry about it. Legitimize or not. Yeah, I guess we're running. Yeah, I'm assuming Jesse's getting ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just dragging you to to just the top of the stairs for the vault because I should still have my key that will open doors, so it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. And then we can just <laughs> break into her vault. Yes. Also, we're going to have to make sure we don't just walk into her. <laughs> That's why I brought you. <laughs> You're the friend. <laughs> yeah, just like charge in and be like, "Aha! I've seen you kidnapping a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell my headmistress all about this." Yeah. Back to Xavier, you hear footsteps on the stairs up to the tower. Oh my god, it's gonna, it's her, she's coming, she's coming. You have to hide, you have to hide. Yeah, okay, sure. Just gonna dive into a cupboard or something. <laughs> there you go. Xavier is in the cupboard. Miss Merriweather comes into the room. You dropped something, Mr. Gimble. She holds his staff ID. Fred sort of backs away against the desk. He's like, I, I saw what you did, I saw what you did. And she looks, she sees the half scribbled note. <laughs> How pathetic. She clicks her fingers, the note burns into flames yeah fair <laughs> Fred sort of his eyes go wide he's nervous he doesn't know what's gonna happen but he's like I'll, I'll, I'll tell Pendergast I don't know what you're doing with Miranda Heggington but I'll tell I'll tell I don't think so she pulls her wand out and they start to fight <laughs> let's go each of you may pick one sort of spell one sort of thing like of the fight so Xavier as you're there first mm. what's what spell is Merriweather going to launch with? Uh, just, I mean, something very aggressive, just like uh, some strong knockback or something, just like, just to blast them to the floor. Cool, roll me a d6. 
five. Oh, it catches, it, like a just blast of energy smacks Fred Gimble into the wall. He goes flying, thuds against the bricks and sort of slides down onto the floor. Jesse, what, how does Fred Gimble react? What's, what spells he gonna try as a counter? He's gonna, he's gonna fire like a, a thick, like really thick, dense fog, like out of the end of his wand to try and sort of blind her and cause confusion so he can get out. Oh, nice. Roll <laughs> He's just knocked back and his last words are, it's all right, PC. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one. A one. <laughs> <laughs> Before he can even finish explaining how much of a pea super it is, <laughs> Meriwether sort of waves her hand. The sort of tendrils of mist that are starting to form just dissipate. Come, come, you can do better than that. Grace, how's she going to react? How's she, what's she going to retaliate with? She is. Well, I don't know. I don't really want to pick because she's going. She's trying to kill him, and that seems very mean. I know it's going to happen. You're just. You're just adding flavour to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> she binds his hands and feet. Ooh, roll a d6. Five. Oh, yeah. Fred tries to scramble away. She waves a wand and thick ropes sort of appear around his feet, around his arms, and they sort of yank him upright. They yank him upright. And he's sort of like, you, you can't stop me. I'll still tell. And how exactly are you going to do that? She uses, you might recognise the uh, slicing spell that, what's his face? Oh, that hatchet. Nigel Wilberforce taught you. She slices and Fred's mouth fills with blood. He spits the chunks of his tongue out onto the floor. And you can hear the sounds of the festival going on down below. And a faint announcer, uh, you know, the judges have been judging the flower displays. And the winner is Miranda Heggington. The sort of like silence as everyone's like, where's Miranda? Where's Miranda? Perfect. This is Miss Merriweather before blasting Fred through the wall and out to his death. You just hear the sort of rustle of robes, a gasp from the crowd down below, and then a thud onto the ground. <gasps> she sort of does a quick sort of brush down of her robes, makes sure the note and the ropes that were tying his, his limbs together sort of burned and disappeared. And then she runs down the stairs. Xavier, what do you do? I hit stop recording on the old smartphone. <laughs> I don't know whether you can film magical things like that. And it yeah. still, still, yeah, still survive. Yeah, be a little bit sad for a moment. And then think, right, shit, I need to go find find the others. Okay. Grace and Jesse, where are you at this point? I guess hopefully by now we're at the top of the stairs, like heading down into the basement. Yep, you can hear all sorts, you know, there's all sorts of like screams and shouts and sort of panic generally. Come on, we might miss it. Yeah, I love that she's already gone. Right <laughs> down the stairs. Mm. <laughs> As you, you all get down there onto the grass with a pop, Pendergast appears just like in his memory. Miss Merriweather runs up to him. Headmaster, I don't know where to start. There's been a terrible accident. Fred Gimble fell from the tower. He's dead. On top of that, Miranda Hagington never showed up for the flower show. We've searched everywhere, but she's gone. And Professor Trot has quit. It's just awful. You feel a slight tingling. sort of pop back to the present. Older Pendergast is waiting for you in the history vault room and he just says, well, to be continued.